Uber and Lyft is new and they're trying to figure out how to make this a safe thing, especially in our city. Our city is different from any other city right. in America. What does it take to get a more in-depth look into the week's top local news story? The Debrief brings you inside for a one-on-one -on -one conversation with our reporters. Every week, right here, right now. The Debrief. Brought to you by Hackensack Meridian Health. Visit our partner site, nbcnewyork.com slash healthu, to help you on your health journey. Hackensack Meridian Health, life years ahead. One writer described it as the wild, wild west initially, as app-based ride-sharing services moved into the city, like Uber and Lyft, Juno and Via, moving so quickly ahead of regulation. Well, now lawmakers are trying to catch up as a number of issues bring this to the surface, both safety and regulatory. Hey everyone, this is David Ushery, co-anchor at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. on News 4 New York, and this is our Debrief Podcast. And we're taking a look at something that is increasingly in the headlines here for us, a local story. So we're going to do a deeper dive on it. And nobody better to do it than Top Gun reporter Wale Alayou. How you doing, David? Good to see you, Wale. Good You've covered you a well. number of these stories. Absolutely. So let's start here. Uh, one of the ones that certainly went viral and touched a nerve was the attack on a driver that was caught on video. Yeah, that video was crazy, wasn't it? Uh, you literally see the driver uh, just riding along, and then out of nowhere, this guy just starts wailing off on him from the back seat. Excuse me, man. If you're going to be disrespectful, I'll just pull over right now. Poses so many questions, right? It's like, how safe are you as a driver? You know, you don't have a partition, right? right. So you see a lot of taxi cab drivers, and that's really the difference when you talk about Ubers, Lyfts and taxi cab drivers, because there's this partition with taxi cab drivers where you, there's, you know, you're walled off. You can't just, you don't have open season access to, to your driver. Um, most Uber and Lyft drivers actually would prefer to have video cameras and they don't, you know, they don't do the partition. I actually talked to this driver who was attacked. I said, would you want to get a partition after seeing something like this? He's like, well, you know, this is your own personal car, uh -huh. right? So are you gonna pay money to have a partition in your own personal car now if you're, you know, you're riding around with your family or whoever, you know, what's this partition doing here? And it's yeah. it's just a little strange. And plus it's it's more money, the infrastructure of the car, you have to actually have the mechanic actually install it and you can't just remove it. Whereas a video camera is what a lot of them will do because you can now, you know, you can easily keep a camera there or you can remove it anytime you want. It seems like a risk that drivers take, I guess. What did uh, Uber say in response to that incident? Do you so it was interesting because the Uber said that the dri the passengers are no longer allowed. Right. But here's, here's when you talk about security and safety, right? So anyone can call an Uber or a Lyft on anyone's behalf. You understand? Right. Yes. So if you've been known to attack 20 drivers in the past and you say, hey, well, hey, will you call an Uber for me? No one knows. There's no way for Uber or Lyft to say, David Ushery, who's right. had 20 attacks in the past, can no longer write. There's no way to stop that. Wow. You know what I mean? So that presents another safe. But to answer your question, they did say this driver, uh, this passenger, passenger is no longer allowed. Okay. Conversely, Wale, you also covered another story that, of course, went viral nationally, touched us here at home. This was a, a young woman from New Jersey in college in South Carolina. University of South Carolina, yeah. Uh, Tell us what happened there. Sarah Josephson, uh, just, just uh, she's from our area, just a suburb from Trenton. She was on campus, uh, University of South Carolina. I think she had been out with some friends that night. And like a lot of us do, she hails a car. She, she, but unfortunately for her, 
Sadly, she didn't check the license plates of the Uber car. She didn't make sure this was her car. She didn't check the make and model. She didn't do any of that. She just gets into a car. And that car, as we later find out, was not an Uber. It was not a Lyft. It was some other guy who, you know, I, and, and, and I still don't know what his motive was for even carrying it out, but he allows her to get into his car and then uh, he takes her all, uh, you know, 50, 60 miles away and, you know, unfortunately murders her. Um, and, you know, and all her friends, and she was getting into the car by herself. Mm-hmm. You know, her friends were, didn't even realize she was missing until like 14 hours later the next day. So just a horrible story. I mean, you, you saw, you know, when the funeral procession was happening in New Jersey and, and, and you, you heard from her family now, her, I think her dad wants to make it his lifelong mission to raise safety and awareness for everybody. You know, just little things that they can do, right, to enhance the safety. Because I'm telling you, this is nothing that you would ever want to do. You don't want to go through this. Mm. You know, Uber is saying that, you know, this is an unfortunate in- incident and they're, they're trying to raise awareness. In the app, when you've ordered your Uber, when it's on the way, you will get more persistent, more frequent push notifications to your phone that remind you to check your ride. Yeah, and that was just a tragic story because that could happen to, you know, anyone, especially, you know, if you've been drinking or something and you're not, you know, in the right state of mind, you know, you just get in the car. But now it's all about, you know, hey, what's my name? Make sure that driver sees. Right. Uh, uh, can tell me what my name is, and yeah. I and I when the, I get in the car, the driver tell you first. And when I get in the car, I also I also make sure you know the driver. I can I can tell the driver what his name is, and he can tell me what my name. So it just, you just you're doing you're checking all the boxes. Exactly. You're checking the plates, checking the make and model of the car, checking the name. You want to make sure you're safe and secure. There's been pressure on Lyft and Uber as to what background checks they do on their drivers. Uh, we had a story recently where a guy in Long Island was driving for Lyft, and come to find out, his license had been suspended. 17, 17 times, times. I saw that, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and they said, well, nothing had flagged us sooner. While this all feeds into a greater discussion that we're having in the city, uh, the app-based services come along and they're moving at breakneck speed where the yellow cab industry in New York City has been regulated for a long, long time, yeah. tightly regulated and needed the medallion. So it's been around so. for decades and they've been able to figure out how to regulate that. Uber and Lyft is new. Yeah, and, and it seems like the law is just now trying to catch up and trying to figure out how to make this a safe thing, especially in our city. Our city is different from any other city right. in America. Exactly. Because of our reliance on them for exactly. one thing. What, 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 do, what are lawmakers now trying to do? For what, We know that the mayor and uh, city council recently said, okay, we're going to cap the number of these services uh, in the city, the, the number of cars there, and limit their cruising time right. as well. So what they're, what they're doing is they're going after Uber and Lyft, because that's really all they can do. They can't go over you or I who's a passenger or you or I who may be a driver. They have to go, go you know, over go at the company. So right. they're going after Uber and Lyft and they're trying to say the idling time, the, the amount of time that you're just idle sitting in Manhattan no or passenger. wherever with right. no passengers, waiting on a passenger, yeah. right? So they, that's all they can do is say, I don't want an extra cars on my streets. You're, you're blocking off traffic. You're making rush hour take even longer. Right. But the problem with that now becomes from Uber and Lyft standpoint, and, and you've seen their quotes on and their rebuttal on this is, wait a minute. So now you're taking our cars off the road. So now when you and I hail an Uber or a Lyft, now it takes us even longer to get that car, you know, but the city is saying, well, listen, I mean, I get it, but at least rush hour, you know, it'll cre- increase speeds, speeds 10, 20%. By removing the traffic. So you yeah. really have this debate going on. And as you said, we're, 
this is new. This is a new concept. I mean, Uber and Lyft have been around ba barely a decade at this point. Correct. So you, you're really having the infrastructure, the foundation um, uh, legislation that will be able to set the stage for years to come. Mm -hmm, indeed. And there is this fallout for the yellow cab industry as well. We've had oh a number gosh. of yellow cab drivers commit suicide just this it's year. Ridiculous. Because the value of their medallion uh, has come down. And, and city council members are trying to take a look at that and see what they can do as well. Yeah, I mean, I, they're, I'm constantly getting um, calls and texts from different people who work along with the TLC. And they're complaining. They're saying, I have to feed my family. Yeah. I, have, I, mean, I have kids in school, whatever it may be. And because of all the Uber and lift cars in the city, no one uses us anymore. So I had a steady source of income up until about four or five years ago, and now I can't I can't rely on my steady source of income because nobody calls me anymore. You know, and and they feel they were handcuffed by regulations that Uber absolutely. and Lyft drivers were not facing in terms absolutely. of the selection of vehicle and what's required of them. It's horrible. It's, it's sad. Horrible. And you know, yeah. you, you know, you have a father or whoever, and their kids are without their dad. So it's really become a problem for our city. And you know, it's a conversation that's being had. I, I know Mayor De Blasio is on it. He knows about it. It's just like, like what are we gonna do? Right. Right these big companies as they grow. Well, we wanted to take a closer look on the debrief and have you update us on these recent developments and, and remind people that we'll continue to cover this uh, as it moves forward. Absolutely, and I mean, we'll do our best to tell these stories and you know, you hope that, um, again, New York City is at the forefront, right? So other cities will copy what we do. Yeah. So we really wanna make sure the stories that we're telling and how we're covering these stories and um, we're really pushing the conversation forward to really help, again, create an infrastructure for not just us, but the cities that are following us. All right, it's a serious subject matter, uh, but I can't let us go without saying that it's big of me to have someone on the debrief who has a better voice than I do. <laughs> uh, and also is apparently very good stand-up comedian. I, you, people I, know that on your side? I, yeah, it's kind of a hidden secret. No, yeah, I, I, not, so, not anymore, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, I recently won the uh, New York's Funniest Reporter competition, which I couldn't believe I won it. Uh, I heard somebody <laughs> who saw some of your performance, they said you were pretty funny, so... Uh, we're going to get you a set here. <laughs> All right, Wally Ali, you thank David you. David Ushery, thank you. All right, I'm your host, David Ushery. Thanks to our producers and editors, Liam McBain, Jesse Edwards, and Ben Berkowitz, all from the NBC New York digital team. We'll see you next time on The Debrief.